When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Laurie and Julia show on my talk 1071 everything entertainment thank you for joining us and uh, I believe one of your favorite people was on a, a late night show last night right? so much so Julie, you know how we were talking on monday after the golden globes and you know mrs mazel did not uh win anything. win anything this year like it did last year at the globes and last year the mrs mazel crowd came back you know they won sag awards and stuff but you said to me you go i'm just never i can never get used to her with her blonde hair i can't so she's on with Jimmy the Kimmel real last actress night. actress who plays Mrs. Mrs. Maisel. Maisel. Rachel Brosnahan. She has blonde hair. In real life. So here she is on Jimmy Kimmel, um, dressed in like a lime green gown that actually was quite dazzling. I didn't ever realize she had that much cleavage because... She's in, a fuller bosom. But in Mrs. Maisel, she's, everything is fitted and kind of 50s, and those boobs are really strapped in. Yeah, okay. Oh, gosh. Except for the Lori, first episode where she... I love yes. that they're strapped they're in. They're strapped in. That Playtex cross your heart is separating and lifting. Boy. Those bras were serious. Serious. The, cone, so, the cones. So here she is. They they get they talk about the hair right away. Okay. I am blonde. I am naturally blonde, but I was dyeing my own hair mm-hmm. for a very long time. And and I wear a wig on the show. And I, we have an incredible hair and makeup team who make the wig look so seamless that in real life people don't know that that I am blonde and get very confused and and. Someone disappointed want, upon oh, me. Oh, real? Oh, disappointed even. <laughs> Did they look at you and go like, I didn't know you from somewhere and I can't figure it out? Sometimes where they see me and, you know, recently uh, Kevin Pollack and I were at an event somewhere and, and we were Minnesota. meeting fans of the show and there was a woman who waited in the line and she, she got up to the front and she goes, <laughs> and I said, hi, I'm Rachel, it's so nice to meet you. And she goes, you don't look anything like Mrs. Maisel. <laughs> and I was like, I, uh... Yeah, you know, I'm I'm an actor. And she was like, no, but you, you don't look anything like her. And I was like, oh, well, you know, we have a great hair and makeup team on the show. And she goes, you don't sound like her either. <laughs> wow. That happened at O'Shaughnessy Shaughnessy. when they, she was here, like, in November yeah. with Kevin. Remember that? Yeah, when we they had, we gave away tickets. Yes. And, 
And but isn't that can't you just hear somebody just being indignant about the fact that somebody doesn't look like their character? And anyway, she it always freaks me out to see what she looks like in real life because it's so different. Well, and she's really gorgeous as a brunette and she so is it, i feel like she's more i think she looks better as a brunette, brunette too and that's terrible well here she is talking okay. about the golden globes okay you all we're at the golden globes yeah. on on sunday you won the last two years in a row were you disappointed not to win this year <laughs> no, no. I, well a i'm a huge huge fleabag fan so i'm really excited for them and also when you win it's amazing that's very exciting and and great, um, but you get kind of whisked off backstage and, and you don't get to hang out at the table with your friends and, and you definitely don't get to drink. So this year, I got to drink all night. Oh, you did? Yeah, it was great. <laughs> that definitely works out better. Yeah, you, you kind of get abducted and then you're put, and then there's a whole bunch of reporters backstage. Yeah, they don't feed you. No. But you drink. Right, but you do get to eat at the Golden Globes, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah, that's one of the big positives of that show, I guess. Definitely. You don't have to hide snacks. And, and, you, know, and you get to eat at the Screen Actor Guild Awards. They serve food, but they do whisk you back, and you go from room to room. Entertainment Tonight, right. Access Hollywood, then you go to the big general press room, then you go to the photography. And that's why a lot of people skip it, because they're just done but sometimes. not usually no. for the Screen Actor right. Guild Awards. I mean, the public, they really do want them to go, to go especially to the press room. Laura, uh, she was born in Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. She was a Midwest girl. All right, let's play the next one, Donnie. There was one almost, but we were all in line. Uh, it was a long line waiting to have our photos taken. And, and we were chatting it up with, with Amy Poehler and Nestor Carbonell from The Morning Show and Jason Bateman and his wife Amanda. Rami Malek was there. We're all hanging out in this cluster of random celebrities. And, and Rami sort of looked at my husband Jason's bow tie and said, oh, hold on, your bow tie is askew. Went to fix it, and we realized that this clip-on bow tie, because they're easier, oh, yeah. had completely fallen apart. Okay, and we were funny. like, oh no, we're inches from having our photos taken. What are we going to do? This is a major crisis. <laughs> and so all these famous people are like on the floor looking for the clip that's Who on the Who was on the floor looking for your clip? Amy was on the floor. Wow. Rami was on the floor. You know, wow. like people say celebrities are mean, that Hollywood's like kind of a toxic place. We felt very very supportive. Yeah. It's a small... Anyway, I just thought that was a cute story. And as Mrs. Maisel, she really, with her dialogues and her monologues, I mean, she's got a lot of memorizing. Yes, she does. Well, here she is talking about something she has trouble memorizing. Okay. I'm really, really, really terrible at uh, song lyrics, especially in the Ooh. classics. Like, like remembering the song like, lyrics? Give me one, because I, I there's nothing <laughs> funnier than that. To you know the song Living on a Prayer? Of course. So there's a line in Living on a Prayer, and it goes, uh, the real line is, Gina works at diner all day. Okay. But for my whole life, until very recently, I thought the line was, Gina must have died of old age. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought the song had a totally different meaning. (laughs) But my mother-in-law makes me look amazing. She takes the cake. We were all to dinner over Thanksgiving in New York, and we're all talking about what we're going to order, and someone goes, um, I think I'm going to have the halibut. And my mother-in-law goes, what's that song about halibut? And we're all like, I don't know, halibut. That's a very specific thing for a song to be about. <laughs> and then finally she goes, I have it. It's that song. Uh, uh, 
Ain't no halibut girl. Ain't no halibut girl. And we were like, ain't no halibut. So thank you. It be Gwen Stefani. Hi, mom. Anyway, she was good. She gave good couch. Yeah, her, she was charming. Her auntie was Kate Spade. Her dad, Kate, was her dad's sister. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kate Spade yeah. and her dad. her dad. So it was her aunt. Her yeah, we did know that. Yeah, we did know that. By the way, Winona Ryder was spotted in Winona, Minnesota, making a Winona ad for the Super Bowl. That's what they're speculating yes. that, that that she's filming a commercial for Squarespace, according to the Winona Daily News. And the arts and culture coordinator for the city of Winona confirmed that Squarespace was Squarespace was doing a commercial that will include scenes from uh, Winona. What and is Squarespace? It's a website builder. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So he, but the mayor of Winona told the New York Daily News, "I'm not. I don't know how much I'm authorized to share." I love that. So there and we go. That's just a great, great, great. So we're going to see Winona in Winona, Minnesota, doing a commercial for the Super Bowl, and people are wondering where was Meg Ryan for Tom Hanks's Cecil B. DeMille Award? We all wondered why is Charlize Theron giving it to him? She was in. Well, she told us that, why, and I thought, that oh, thing you were you in do, that thing you do. Which okay, Tom Hanks, you know, like director. But it was weird that where was Meg Ryan, his co-star in what four movies? Four movies: Sleepless in Seattle, You've Got Mail, Joe versus the Volcano, and then Ithaca. Yeah. Where was she? Where was she? Well, maybe he asked her and she didn't want to speak. Maybe she... Wow. That's all I could think of. She broke Some up Some people with, don't like doing that. Well, right, that's exactly they right. D- and she seems like she has always been shy. Yeah. From that kind of thing. Um, so maybe she said no. Maybe she and John Mellencamp, you know, supposedly they're back together without the ring. Oh, for crying out loud, they can't they quit can't each other. They can't quit each other. And, well, in um, an interview on the Today Show in 2018, um, she talked about why she loved working with Tom Hanks so much. I don't She's think just, there's any bad blood. No, I don't think there's bad mm-hmm. blood either. But it was weird that it was... Can, er, Charlize in her it tragic Dior gown. Kelly Green slash Black That wasn't Medic Kelly Goddess. Green. That Kelly Green, that was what more color was that? neon green. That was horrible. It was really more like highlighter neon green with the black uh, corset. Why does Dior give her the worst dresses? She is J'adore. Yeah, exactly. J'adore She's, by Dior. That's J'adore. right. Yeah, J'adore. J'adore by Adore. Why not give her love? Okay, by any chance, have you guys seen the trailer for Doolittle? You know, with yes, Robert Downey and I'm going to like it. Many I didn't want to like it, but I think I'm going to like it. Okay, well, here is a speculative story for you about, because Universal is putting out Doolittle, and the industry of Hollywood is wondering, is Doolittle going to be Cats 2.0? Two. Well. Because it opens in January in a couple of weeks. Yes. It has a budget of a hundred and seventy five million, which is a lot of money for a January opening movie, okay? That's not a good sign either that it's opening on the third weekend in January, okay? Doolittle also comes with tales of director drama, oh overspending, well, expensive reshoots. And the director, the final director, he's got a majestic racist dog that apparently terrorized the production staff. And they were trying to get the dog off the lot. So there's a lot happening. 
And um, so Universal, we already know, is taking a bath to cats. And uh, now they might have another uh, expensive flop. Universal is saying they're expecting a $55 million opening, okay? Which strikes me as very optimistic because Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go out on the limb here and say there is zero nostalgia from today's children for Dr. Doolittle. Well, it's not, but it isn't going to be at all like that. The story is not broadly known like an Alice in Wonderland. But it's going to be an animated it's not animated. It's not it's live animated. Action. It's trying to look like a Disney movie. It's a movie. live yeah. action movie that it has Emma Thompson, Selena Gomez, Ralph Fiennes, Remy Malek, Robert Downey Jr. I have to admit, Lori, I was skeptical, but I watched. I wa- they were, I saw the trailer. Too. I saw the trailer. I kind of thought it looked fun. But does it look like a fifty-five million yes. dollar end if of January? Else is showing, and it's mm-hmm. winter, and your kids need something. Yes, but people have Disney Plus, and they can just stay at home. Not everybody likes to stay at home. People like to get out of their house. All right, well, you think no. I, I, I'm going to say I Donnie, think it can. I would say no. Yeah. I'm going to say I think no. it can. No. That's I'm just going to be optimistic. Yeah, I think okay. they're... You guys, looking, I'll be proven wrong. That's fine. I, but yeah. I still think it can. I, I, I don't think it's going to make that much kind of... Because, first of all, Marvel fans aren't going to exactly line up for a kiddie adventure The kids are. Flag. The parents with kids, mm. if you get a good movie... All right, well, people go to see all these other dumb movies. Not dumb movies, excuse me. But, Julia, superhero movies have built-in fans. Who are the Doolittle built-in fans? Children! Parents of children! They don't know the story. Doesn't matter! I am so shocked that you are not putting on your mommy hat. No, I would take my kids to this. It looks like it's fun. It looks fun to me. All right. Fair enough. It seems... Well, we'll see what happens the very It doesn't first. have the brand support of Disney. That's okay. Disney Which, is the only make people that Dis- make children's movies. But Disney has the built-in audience, and they'll come out for that. And I just... It makes me... When, when I saw... Well, let's just see what happens. Robert Downey Jr. talking in his Welsh accent, it made me nervous. I think I'd be, I we'll just see what happens. All right. I think it will. You guys think it won't. No. We got to take a break. Fifty-five million is a huge amount of money for a January weekend for something that's yeah. not super mm-hmm. Marvel or horror. Just if you don't want to watch the NFC and AFC based football championships, people are going to take their kids to the movie theater. We'll, we'll be right back with yeah. the dirt alert. This is a my talk dirt alert. Okay, let's get to the dirt alert. Hi, Holly. Hi, it's been a busy gossip day, I have to say. All right, let's uh, catch you up on why it's been a busy gossip day. That is the news that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are stepping away from their senior royal duties. They quit the royal family. This has not been done in a very, very long time. Yes, in this manner, in this way. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. So that was announced on the Sussex Royal Instagram at about 12.30 this afternoon. And uh, the full statement is there for you to read. I believe it's also up on our website at mytalk1071.com because there's a lot of words going on. But essentially what they're saying is they're leaving their senior royal duties. They want to be financially independent. They hope to continue working with the queen or having her support. Now, there is a lot of language and a lot of Hollywood speaking They don't want to raise little Archie in the UK. With how mean the press is, they just don't. No, and I and I get that. They, they don't want to. That's what wish... it, in between all the that's yeah. the royal speak on all of this. Yeah. Well, uh, let's see here. So let's talk about that royal speak because sources at page six are saying that Meghan Markle and Prince Harry want to set up a house in Los Angeles, and that they want to be closer to Doria. Meghan Markle is an LA girl. Well, she is, and uh, she wants to be in the heart of the action. She wants to live in California. It's where she's from. It's where her mother Doria lives. I don't know she if I believe that. I think it's going to be Canada because that's a UK, you know, a the Commonwealth. Commonwealth. Yeah, I think LA, you know, or have we'll a house visit. there. Well, maybe. Yes. But the, the royal communication from Buckingham Palace is interesting. It's so short. Discussions with the Duke and Duchess of Sussex are at an early stage. We understand their desire to take a different approach, but these are complicated issues that will take time to work through. Well, here's what here's what you have to say about that. Yeah. And when you read that statement from Sussex Royal, from Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, there is no wording that they have the Queen's approval yeah. in any of this. Like, if you look at the verbiage mm. really closely... It looks they like will tr- they will honor her. They will honor her, which means that they didn't talk to her. Sources also saying that Buckingham Palace and the royal family in general were blindsided by this announcement mm-hmm. from Prince Harry mm-hmm. and Meghan Markle saying that they are uh, going to retire from senior royal Do you duties. Think they watched The Crown and it gave them some ideas. Oh my God. Meghan would like to star as herself in season seven there of The you Crown. Go. Well, they're well, going to need money. <laughs> uh, well, they're going to need money because that's, and they say that they want to reach financial independence now they are already financially independent because prince harry inherited about 14 million dollars from a trust from princess diana when he turned 30 years old yeah because they are prohibited from earning any income yes the duke and duchess of sussex yes they cannot earn any money i didn't that's a new i didn't know that the way that it's laid out now they have a basically what is an FAQ on their official uh, website and people magazine has kind of broken it down, but they're saying that they're not going to take the 5% that is given to them by British taxpayers. That little 5% is the difference between them being able to go and earn their own money and them not being able to do any of that money. So they're saying, look, we're not going to take that 5%. It's in, oh gosh. And they are keeping their titles. Yes, they they are keeping their titles. titles. Yes, they're keeping their titles. But when you look at all of the things that they're doing, now this speaks a lot to the issues that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have had with the British tabloids, and they go into detail about how they're going to be handling the media. And I'm going to paraphrase here because there's just, again, there's a lot of words involved in all of this. But they are giving the middle finger to the Daily Mail, to the Sun, to all of these UK tabloids that have exclusive royal privileges 
with the royal PR system as it stands right now. And they say that they are no longer going to be working with those media, like within the construct of the royal PR system. And they're like, we are going to be going out on our own and we are going to be handling our own public relations in our own way. We're going to be setting up our own systems. And this speaks to the fact that Meghan Markle is currently suing the Daily Mail. Mm -hmm. So... That was very deliberate. You can see it in that language where they're like, peace out, middle fingers all to you. And the other reason Harry is so mad at William is because that that Rose of Shumley, the Toffs rival, you know, that whole affair thing that came out in July, that they, the, the tit for tat that William traded with the tabloids, to get them to get off that story. What was did they, they get were the them? inside yeah. source on a lot of bad stories about Meghan Markle, made up or not, or other things to distract and keep them from reporting. Because, of course, you know, they're not really going to report just like they looked away for Andrew. Right. You know? They're not going to report about the affair. Yeah. But, it, but yeah. the way, if you or go that. back and, and look right. at how William, how they denied that story, it wasn't exactly a denial of. Uh, him uh, having a wham bam, thank you, ma'am, with Rose of Chumley. Yeah, exactly. And then I was reading some other gossip in the other corner of the internet saying that not only Prince William, it's also Prince Andrew and other royal sources are throwing, throwing all of these Meghan Markle stories out there as a form of distraction about what's really going on in the royal family because there is legitimate concern and legitimate drama that is happening in the house of windsor right now mm-hmm. so okay well i Eric- just feel bad for william because like he is going to need his brother by yeah, his yes. side for the den of vipers that when yep. he eventually gets in yep. there but i still think harry talked to prince charles in private about this yeah everyone really thinks well, well whatever yeah 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 there's a lot going on well and then also that's your brother yeah. You know, that See, is- that's the part that to me is really hard because I've got two boys and if they were having a riff like this, mm-hmm. this big time, it would be really painful. Yeah. You know, they love each other and that they can't. It would be really hard. Like if they married women that didn't like each other. Oh, or, I don't know. I don't know. No, that that's I don't it. think it's it. But mm-hmm. I but I do try to make it be that. No, I know that that. I think that'd be really, oh, it makes me so sad. Well, any kind of familial riff. I think they're happy. You should context. be happy for them because I think she, they're doing this for their family. She's just like, I can't take it. I I, I didn't believe this is how it was going to be, but I can't take it. Yeah. I can't take living with all these snobby people and all this, you know. I mean, her first family meeting in that Duchess of Kent Where's that pin? The pin? The yeah. Blackamore pin? Yep. Well, and then also oh. saying that they're resigning from the senior official duties liberates them to go out and to make their own financial future, which I think is a very key part in this yeah, separation right. from so. the royal family. I mean, it just, it frees them to do so many different things. Mm-hmm. They trademark Sussex, Sussex Royal. So yeah. they're out. There they go. Hi. Hi. We're out of here. Wow. That's what they're all saying. Right. All right. Oh, Thank you. That's all the dirt we had time for was Mexit. I well, mean, it's well, a big story. It's a huge story. That's, you know, I'm, I'm sure that we're going to be talking about it tomorrow, too. Yeah, so much right. dirt. Okay. Well, we got to get to traffic right now. Highway 95.
A crash from Oasis Road to Poor Farm Road in New, or excuse me, North Branch in Minneapolis. 94 westbound, a stalled vehicle blocking a lane Cedar Avenue to Riverside Avenue near Carver Highway 41. A crash from Highway 169 to Chestnut Boulevard in St. Paul. 94 eastbound, a crash from Fifth Street to John Ireland Boulevard near Golden Valley Highway 55. Eastbound, a stalled vehicle blocking a lane from Revere Lane North to Highway 169. And watch out in Minneapolis, another crash, 94 eastbound from 3rd Avenue to Highway 65. And near Lauderdale, 94 eastbound, a crash from Highway 280 to Marshall Avenue. Your 5 Eyewitness News weather forecast, mostly cloudy 9 tonight. Morning snow, 37 tomorrow. Right now, 9 and partly cloudy. Listen wherever you are, whenever you want, with the MyTalk app. Live streaming and on-demand podcast right there in your pocket. Download today at mytalk1071.com, keyword app. And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. I am shocked at your behavior. Absolutely shocked. Well, we could do Royal, but we're not going to do Royal. We're going to go to Mrs. Maisel. So, you know, the character that um, Lisa, Liza Wyo plays, she's Carol Keene, the uh, trombone or clarinet player, the blonde with the cat eye glasses. In Mrs. Mrs. Maisel. I'm not that. Okay, okay, but okay. Just that's how we'll Well, she was Paris on the Gilmore Girls. She's had a part in How to Get Away with Murder. That's the actress. And she's the only woman in, um, you know, the the, what's the guy's name who uh, Mrs. Maisel is opening for? Billy something, I feel. Johnny, or I can't remember what. Anyway, the guy, Shy. His name is Shy. Okay. And And when they're doing the comedy tour. Yes. And he's the big band guy. And so this is his band. So Carol is this uh, character. Carol uh, Keene is what her name is on Mrs. Maisel. And she is the blonde in the cat eye glasses and plays the horn. And she's kind of towards like the last four episodes you really see her having this friendship with mrs mazel okay so but the person that uh carol keen on mrs mazel is basically people have said oh that's carol k and carol k was this ground and and she's still alive she's 84 years old she's groundbreaking uh, uh, bass player in the music business and she was contacted by the new york post about you, do we think this is you? Do you like? Well, no. Yeah. But do, do you? How much do you like it that you know you're basically being portrayed in you know on this show? You're the only woman in the band, and blah blah blah. She is not happy about it <laughs> at all. Okay. She uh, said. Uh, she said she and she's just not grooving on it at all. And now, Carol K. Carol K is the bass player on Good Vibrations. Her name is the first lady of uh, bass. She also did the uh, Diana Ross song. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, yeah that Ain't one. Can't hurry, love. Oh. Uh, the na-na-nan, you know, na 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 That's the bass player. I mean, she is really something else. And she said, here's what she said. It's a Hollywood silly fluff piece that has nothing to do with me or my (laughs) history. They took a few things out of my book and created a character that's not me at all. Nobody contacted me. I think it's kind of like slander. And the reason (laughs) she's so upset about the Mrs. Maisel characterization is she is a fierce critic of this 
a documentary. I don't think you and I saw, but I know Donnie did. The Wrecking Crew. Yes, I've about seen that. the L.A. session musicians yes. who worked on every album. Yep, yep. In the 60s, 70s, 80s. So she thinks that documentary was one big ego trip that was made to satisfy the drummer, Hal Blaine, who was heavily featured in the Wrecking Crew. Okay. That's correct. She said, we were never known as the Wrecking Crew. That is the pet name that Hal Blaine came up with. Our name has always been Studio Musicians. Mm. And she said, viewers were lied to in that movie. It's not right. They were given the wrong idea about Studio Musicians who are some of the most wonderful people in the world. Hal slandered jazz guys that were terrific people just because they did movie work. And wow. she said, uh, and uh, Hal Blaine died last March. He was okay. 90 years old. He publicly trashed Carol Kay to, um, on a radio interview um, saying that uh, he just helped her out because she was a woman who had kids. <laughs> and she was oh, nuts and should have never been featured in the damn movie. Oh, but, dear. I mean, she's credited Phil Spector hired her for any wall of sound things. Yeah. Quincy Jones hired her. Uh, she worked with Frank Zappa. She did. Um, and, and, and even it doesn't have her seal of approval. And she did wear the cat eye glasses sure. and she did wear her hair up. And she said, listen, it's not easy to be older and to be my age and be portrayed. And you know, this character is wonderful on it, Mrs. Basil. There's so nothing. Right. Yeah. I think it is so the quickly. wrecking crew, that okay. movie. And she said, um, the reason she's so outspoken is that being a professional in the golden age of ses- session music meant you checked your opinions at the door. She said, we, that was big money and union work. So you couldn't be late. You had to mind your P's and Q's. Mm-hmm. You were really allowed to have uh, opinion. Opinion. She's played on 10,000 records. She, yeah, summertime, La Bamba. And she's a bass player. She's considered the yeah, queen of bass. Unusual to have a f- very unusual to have a woman bass player as it was in the 60s. Yeah, and it was, be, she was, it was, she was at a, uh, Cap, there was a Capitol record session in 1963, and an electric bass player didn't show up, and that's when she started recording nonstop. And I thought the powers and the bass lines, you and the drummer are the foundation, and we were just working day and night. And I was born poor; I didn't want my kids to grow up poor, right. so that stuck with me. And when you were born in the 30s, having just a radio made you rich, so the mm. music uh, made my life livable. She said, "I didn't realize." I was making history, and she said, and a note doesn't have sex to it. It's either you play it good or you don't. <laughs> and um, she says, half of today's sessions, musicians are women, but I'm the first one to do, do the amount of work I did in the studios because Fender bass, bass lines meant a lot to the music of the 60s and movies and TV. Her favorite track is doing Feeling All Right with Al, uh, uh, Joe Cocker. Mm. Anything she did with Ray Charles that she mm-hmm. played bass on. And she said he was so great. I love that man. She loved Mel Torme, Bobby Darren. The Beach Boys stuff was fun. And um, she did the bass in Mission Impossible theme song, okay. The Brady Bunch, <laughs> Hawaii Five-0, MASH. She did the bass on Wichita Lineman for yes. Glenn Campbell. Bum, 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 bum. And The Way We Were. She is she the bass player. Yeah. She, uh, she also suggested to Sonny and Cher of a song that they were working on. They said, you know, I need something at the beginning. 
And I think I have an idea. What is it? Oh, yeah. That's her. That's her. That was her idea. To and the beat goes on. The beat goes yep. on. <laughs> and then she said to me, once the Manson murders started, you know, happened, then you had people... You know, getting hurt, all of that changed the scene. Things weren't fun anymore, and Hollywood wasn't safe, and that was the end of that for me. And since 1969, she shares her expertise by tutoring. She said, I teach jazz on Skype because people worldwide want to learn real jazz. Uh, I give lessons in guitar and bass, and I just don't So she hasn't since 1969? performed in this studio? well she's done because she yeah, did all okay. this t- right, she right, did right. tv yeah. stuff but okay. um she just uh she really really she has a tune she really hated what was portrayed in the wrecking uh crew that documentary and also because hal blaine you know like brian wilson who hired her to be on all the beach boy tracks right. said she's the greatest bass player in the world Wow, and, and she, she was, was a, he was a bass player, so yeah, know. and that she was way ahead of her time. Wow, and um, so anyway, I think uh, he also said in that you know described her as nuts and all these other things. So she really just doesn't like not having the control. But Got I it. would just tell the real Carol Kay that Carol Keene, who's being portrayed on Mrs. Maisel, there's nothing. I mean, she's a single mom. Mm-hmm. Of two, just I mean, it is loosely based on right. her, loosely, yeah. even yeah. though she she just doesn't like that she's being portrayed. Portrayed. Yeah. No one asked her. She's eighty four, and she's damn mad about it. And if you're I'm, I'm a beginner guitar player, she's not going to teach you on Skype. Oh, she, oh you okay. you need to have some experience. I absolutely and only sixty five dollars for a private session. I mean, Carol is you know from the so world's must greatest be a half hour twenty minutes. Be maybe yeah. maybe, but she played on uh, you know Frank Sinatra, Tina Turner, like Donnie said, Sonny and Cher, Elvis Presley, the Monkees, Simon and Garfunkel, everybody, everybody, amazing because she could punch the hell out of that guitar. So there you go. That is well, thanks for sharing. This is the Vintage Scandal. When, right, we, when come we come back, back, we've got to get to all these other stories well, we haven't do you gotten wanna, to. Do you want to stay overnight in a windmill? I've got the details. All right, let's do it. It's just part of the My Talk experience. For more fun, follow us on social media. Find My Talk 1071 on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. A very old friend came by today. He talked and talked, and I heard him say That she had the longest, blackest hair The prettiest green eyes anywhere And Marie's the name of his latest flame Ah, that's one of Donnie and I's favorite Elvis songs. It's got such a good beat. What is it called? Marie's name is Latest Flame. Marie's the name of his latest. Yeah. Oh. How, old, how old today? What do you have? 85. 85. 85. 85. Oh. I think today is David Bowie. Would have been David Bowie's birthday. And remember he died on his birthday? Yeah. Isn't that weird? That would have been sad. I don't know. It's just a musical fact. Okay, okay. the Bachelorette Windmill Fantasy Suite is on Airbnb, and I believe this is the windmill that Hannah and the pilot did it in in 
Nicotheros, Greece, <sighs> which I'm pronouncing wrong. Mm-hmm. Did you think that was look like a place you'd want to stay? Well, it's only $73 a night, so it's rustic. Yeah. The bathroom is downstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to go up a flight of stairs. Did you watch that episode? But people who have experienced it thought it was fun. Uh, fine. You know, go it's to a, a long, windmill. It's a ferry ride. It's, you know, it's not easy to get to. It isn't no. easy to get to? Yeah, okay. I don't think so. All right, if you want to... Um, you really have to be a Bachelor fan to make... To stay in the windmill, the windmill of your mind? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we talked earlier with Brian from Paula's Trey Skin Care, and I just want to remind people, it was about estrogen-deficient skin, so if you want to listen to our podcast, mm-hmm. that's at 3.40 today. I thought that was a good... I thought that was interesting information, Lorraine. It was, uh-huh. Julia. I'm not pleased about this information about the Oscars going hostless <gasps> again. I just am so mad at I them. I don't know why they think that's a good idea. It's It ruins it for people. Well, I'll tell you why they can't get anybody. Because they are the ones who moved the Oscars to February 9th. And nobody wants to say yes to that. Because that is just a mere month after... Uh, basically New Year's. Well, you would think that... It will- it's too close, and they knew they couldn't get anybody. So this is a bunch of crap that they just decided to go with the successful model of last year because we went hostless last year only because of the whole hoo-ha with Kevin Hart. I know. That was by accident. I know. Yes. And it, that show did not have a flow. I know. Yeah. So the, that's we why like, they're doing... Okay. That's why they're doing it because... They everything got moved up, and I don't think they could, could get anyone to say yes. So I think you're right. So yeah. you think they did ask somebody? And yep. Okay. Yep. And people are like, there isn't enough time. I mean, Ricky Gervais was like, you know, he worked on it for a long time. I mean, you have to work on it for a long time. To yeah, get you're not winging yeah. it and just coming up with jokes a couple of weeks before it. So that's why I think they're going hostless and. Uh, you know, they'll regroup next year. It'll be back to, you know, the end of February and back to, I think, having a host. Because I can't imagine that the numbers are going to go up immeasurably mm-hmm. because the show came in right on time. <sighs> yeah. Okay, so who wants to be a millionaire? The 20th anniversary of that show is going to be this April. And ABC has Jimmy Kimmel hosting it for a limited time period. I think that's going to be fun. I like that show because I like the questions. I mean, I like to play that game at the cabin. Yeah. We played it. Yeah. Um, I think you won. I think I did. I think you did. But where is my million dollars? I've got How it. How about all the million dollar lottery winners coming out of Minnesota? These like four one million dollar winners? We should have been buying them at the new year. Maybe they do a new crop of tickets. You know, it's random, you know. It's just like randomly exciting for those people. Like when I saw think? them posing in the paper with their million dollar checks, I'm like, good for you. Absolutely good. They're going to be you. so shocked when they see how much gets taken out for taxes, but still good for you. That's found yeah. money. Sure. You know oh, what I mean? That's good money. You're going to take it. I would take it. What else do we have here? Well, we have Selena Gomez looking lovely on the cover of. Uh, Wall Street Journal magazine and an interview and she talks about her stuff and just the timing of this coming out today and then Justin Bieber coming out and saying, hey, look at me, I got Lyme disease. <laughs> it just, she <laughs> kind of, you know, yeah, know, just he always has to ruin her thunder. But we posted that and I don't know, she's just about, you know, she shared a lot about mental illness and she her love really life has shared a lot about her it. physical illness with her kidney and about her love life, and she just said, I need time by myself. I've been single for over two years now, and I'm okay with that. 
It's so it, it is an okay. Statement. Yeah, it's an okay but, place. Yeah. Anyway, and then uh, uh, Donnie also posted Adele when we were talking about yes. her. Those photos, if you want to see Nicki Minaj looking like two different statues at Madame Tussauds in Berlin, though. You'd have to go all the way to Berlin oh, to see this. Uh, Berlin photo. is a great city, though. It it's is. an exciting city. Okay, do you care that Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani are going to perform together at the Grammys in 2020? It's like... It's uh, so not a headline. <sighs> but yet we're talking about... I, I don't think she... First of all, they have to put out a story because the Grammys are happening January 26th. Well, that's true. We have to start talking. There's so much happening because the, in the next the, few because days. Because the Academy Awards is on the Grammy night. Yes, that's right. Yeah, so people are forgetting yeah, about it. No, and everybody's no, worried no. viewership is going to be down for all their shows. The SAG Awards will be on TBS TNT Sunday, January 19th. Yeah, it's a good show to watch because yeah. it's only two hours in all acting. That's right. I and still it's TV and, no, um, and movies. Are they having a host? No, they, they, they never have. Well, no, that's not no, true, because no, last did. year they had... Oh, yeah. Um, Chris, uh, what's her name? From yes. Her. The Blonde from yeah. The Heaven they, Show. What's yeah. her name? <laughs> Kristen Bell. Yes. Kristen Bell That was, was an host. experiment. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I don't know if they're having well, you know again. They haven't announced Sean one. Sean Hayes is an ambassador this year, so um, I don't... They always have an ambassador. Yeah, but he... I wonder... He, he'd a, be a good host, I think. You can look at it, but they don't usually. But that's a good TV show, award show-wise, to watch. Right. And I always maintain to the TBS, TNT people, I go, well, look at the ratings. The Twin Cities has the highest anywhere in the country because we have promoted the Screen Actor Oh, Lori. I know it. Oh, Lori. I'm always trying to give ourselves a promotion. I know it. I know, you know? it. I know. Kim Cattrall, you know, her TV show. I don't it, know when this film It's coming rich. out mid-season 2020. What does that even mean? And on what network? Fox. Fox. Okay. I did do that. I figured that out. I would say March-ish. Okay. Yes, that's that's. Well, she's at the Television Critics Association. That's where we're getting this. I've waited a long time to come back to TV. Oh. After Sex in the City, I waited a long time to go back to TV. She's uh, at the winter press tour, you know. So much has changed. Yeah. Everything's digital. Mm-hmm. Instead of, they don't even say cut anymore. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's what she said. I mean, we don't cut anymore. Mm. We just keep going. Everything's digital. Instead of one or two cameras, there's five. Are we, we can't. I, I love, though, the name of the show, Filthy Rich, it just sounds like a great soapy. Oh, I'm. We are all for you that, know, Lori. We are all for that. What's her character? She's Margaret, she's gonna be, a, a filthy she's gonna be rich woman. Oh. She's just going to be filthy rich <laughs> and be past perimenopause because that was a tough time. Boy, <laughs> speaking of uh, filthy rich, Lisa Vanderpump and, and her husband Ken. First, they have the person drive into sword. Then they've been sued by somebody who said you guys aren't paying really not having a good week of PR. But, but yet she was on Kelly Clarkson on Let's Monday. Let's check in with her at Villa Blanca next week when we're Let's out there. That. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone.